Okay, Boker Tov, to everybody. <coughs> Today's daf is daf Yud Gimel. Again, we learned for four Shlemah for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. And uh, again, if you enjoy this daf podcast and you know anyone else who may benefit from it, please share it with them. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. By doing so, we can help make sure that many around the world with limited time have the opportunity to learn the daily daf. Thank you. All right, so we left off yesterday about the eighth and ninth line down on the page, Amar Abaye. <clears throat> we had discussed the machlokas between Rebbe and Rabbi Yosher Rabbi Huda. If you bring in the, uh, the wheat uh, grain, the ears of grain into the house, normally when you take the ears of grain, that means that's the, the, uh, the stalk with the uh, part of the grain, that the tip of the stalk is where the grain is. That's called the ear of the grain. Uh, you bring that in normally. You when you produce, you put it in the granary. You 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 do all the processes, the threshing and the winnowing, etc. And you make a pile. Then you give truma samaisus. But let's say you brought them in. Uh, uh, you brought them in for that purpose. But then you started to eat a little bit at a time. You didn't wait till the whole process was done. So we had a machlokas. He could eat the royal potter if you ate them. Uh, if you if you um, brought them in with the eventual purpose of processing in the normal way, and then you took a little bit, you ate it casually, you're putter from Trumas or Maestras. But if you brought them in to actually rub them and uh, break them down and eat them in that way, Rebbe says, you're chayev right there. Rebbe says, no, you're putter. But the Gemara said, even according to Rebbe even if you brought them in for the eventual purpose, but then you decided to eat them that way, still they should be chayev and tevel. So the Gemara came out that when the Mishnah said, there is no truma. There's no such thing as giving truma on yantav. That's normally, but there are, in most cases, you don't give truma on yantav because you don't normally finish the process on yantav and you can't fix it on yantav. It's not proper to do. So therefore, normally, but if you, let's say you were, let you decided to eat, uh, you brought in the grain and with the, with the uh, idea that eventually you'll process it properly, but now you're going to eat a little bit at a time. According to everybody, you would have to give truma in that case, because when you decide to eat a little bit of a time, that's the finished product. That's what the Gemara said. Omar Abaye. Abaye says, Machlokes. Yes. Prime, are we bringing in this, this the, the, through, through the regular way, through the front door, or are we bringing no, it in? No, through the through front the, door. You're bringing in the regular front door. You're not trying to avoid Trumas and Maestras. The point is that you're, you're bringing in the regular way, and you're eventually going to process it. That's your intention. But you changed your mind. You see, if you brought them originally just to eat them a little bit at a time, that's Machlokas Rebbe and Rebbe Osubir. Rebbe says you're Chayiv and Truma because that's the finished product. Rebbe Osubir says no, you're not Chayiv because that's not the normal way to finish it. But if you brought it in for the, for the purpose of eventually processing it in the proper way and you decided instead, well, I'm going to take a little bit now, we said everybody would say you have to give Truma Surmises. Now Abayi says, I'm Rabbi Machlokas Bishibon. That's only if you brought it in in the regular, uh, in, in its ear, ears of grain. We're talking about grain, the five grains. Avobikitnius, but if you brought it, if you brought in pulse, like legumes, things like that, pea pods, everybody agrees there, because there, according to this, according to this first, uh, uh member of Abaye, when you bring in, that's not normally piled up. The, he says that the uh, pulse or pods like this, uh, this kind of legumes, are not normally piled up uh, uh, before you, uh, in the normal way, like in a granary, to take from a smice, but rather just brought in a little bit at a time. So everybody agrees that just if they're in bundles, you're already chayiv and tevel, meaning it becomes tevel. What does that mean? When the food is out in the, in the, uh, in the field, you don't give too much mice then. After it's processed 
and you bring it into the granary and it's in a pile, that's the normal time you're chayven trumas or mices. But when it comes to legumes, so we're saying legumes that, that uh, as soon as it's in a, in a if, it's, if it's bound up in, li- in, little, in little amounts, the way you bring it in to, um, uh, to make a vegetable soup or whatever, the way you bring them, that's, that's the normal way it's finished and therefore you're chayven in trumas or mices right there. Tevel means that it becomes tevel for which you're chayv to give trumas mices. So the Gemara says, Messiah, let's bring a proof from the following case. In other words, that Abayah says, in this case, everybody, even Rabbi Yosef Biru says that that's, it's tevel even in its small form. Misha, this person had bundles of fenugreek, which is used as a spice or as a sweetener in a food. It's not a regular food that's used as a spice. Shel tevel says, if you had bundles of fenugreek of tevel, harezek koshes, what do you do? You should grind it out, beat out the uh, seeds inside. Umachashev and estimate kamazeri yeshman. Just estimate how much is there. Umafrish alazera and your mafrish trumas or maisrus. That means that you separate trumas uh, on the seeds. Vein mafrish but not on the stalk, the woody part, the the stalk, the uh, the stem. Really, it's really like the stem, the stalk, not the uh, only on the grain part, the seeds, not on the wood. My love, Rabbi Yosef doesn't go, are we speaking about Rabbi Yosef Behudin, says over here, you give trumas and maestras, even on these bundles of fenugreek. It doesn't go like Rabbi Yosef Hasam, low tavla. Over there in the first case we're talking about, that's not tevil if you brought it in in small, if you're eating it in small amounts in the case of grain. But hacham, when it comes to uh, a vegetable like this or pulse, that is considered tevil. Maybe that's Rebbe. Rebbe, who said you're chayiv and trumas even in small amounts before. Rebbe, why talk about fenugreek? Even grains you're chayiv on. Fenugreek is a small thing. It's only used as spice. Even talk about regular grains. Elamai, Rabbi Yosef, so what? And it's Rabbi Yosef, even if you say it's Rabbi Yosef, other kinds of legumes are sometimes eaten by themselves. Tilson is only used as a spice or as a, as a sweetener for another food. Why talk about kidney? Why talk about Tilson? Talk about kidney salt. So, Ella, Tilson, it's Rabbi. The truth is, it could be it's Rabbi. It's no proof that everybody's moda, this case of fenugreek, is not proof that everybody's moda that in the case of, let's say, uh, legumes or pulse, that uh, everybody's motor there, that even a small amount, uh, as soon as it's bound in a, in a uh, bunch, they put them, they bind them in a little, in a, in a little bundle, that you're chayven trumas there. This could be like going like Rebbe. Uh, Tilson, the, why does he talk about Tilson? Does I talk about grains? Why talk about Tilson? Tilson, the Chiddush is by Fenugreek, the Sakach, Minahal, Vatam, Beit, Superior, Shabbat, since the stalk and the, and the grain, the, uh, the part that you eat, the seeds, uh, he calls it the fruit, Taste the same. So maybe you should have to be mafresh, trumas, and mices on the stalk also. You don't have to, because he says, the Chiddush over here, is, the reason he talks about Tilsim is to tell you you're only mafresh on the zera, not on the eights. But it could be, this is Rebbe, it's no proof that a Rebbe's moda in the case of, uh, of uh, vegetables or pulse. Meaning, we still have a Machlokas Rebbe and Rebbe uh, in the case where you bring in small amounts of grain to rub them and eat them that way, Rebbe says that's finished a product. You have to give trumas or mice. Rebbe says not. Economy, some say that Abai said the opposite. We started off the, uh, whatever, the two, four, six, the seventh line of today's daf by saying Abai said it one way, right? Six, seven, eight, the eighth line. Tavla. No. Opposite. ears by ears of grain. But we talk about Paul's Everybody says that even if they're bound in bunches and bundles, it's not considered tevel. Meaning that when it comes to pulse, people do 
put it in the granary and pile it up. Uh, there, everybody does that. And it's the opposite. It's a question, really, of what's done. He says, apparently, that's how it was done. At least how the farmers did at that time. Everybody agrees that's not tevel. Even Rebbe would say that's not tevel. Why? Because just being in a bundle is not tevel because that's not the normal way it's done. The normal way is, is to pile it up in, a, in, in the barn, in, in the silo. Meisvei, now we ask Akasha from this case of fenugreek, the same case. If you had uh, bundles of fenugreek, of tevel, meaning chayven truma, raise a koshis, what do you do? You, you, uh, you um, beat it down, or you, know, you crush it, to get out the seeds, and you estimate how many seeds are here, on the seed, it's like we said before, not on the stalk. My love, tevel, aren't we speaking about tevel, which means you have to give truma, it's, it's, it's the, the, the process is done, is considered, the process is considered completed, even after it's in a bunch over here, and you give truma. So yeah, this is Akasha now. You said before when it comes to pulse, everybody agrees that even in a bundle, it's not tevel yet. It's not considered tevel because it's not the normal way. You have to pile it up in the grain. Here we see that if you have a bundle, he says over here, you have to mafish truma. So aren't we speaking about regular truma? This is low. Tevel, tevel, shal truma, smicer. What are we speaking about? Normally, when you finish the process, what do you do? You give truma. How much truma? How much do you have to give truma? The Torah doesn't fix the amount. It doesn't say, it's not like miser. Miser means one out of ten, right? You give ten, one tenth. By truma, you can give any amount. The Torah doesn't give an amount. So you can give whatever you want. The rabbi said, an average guy gives a 50th, a generous guy gives a 40th, a cheap guy gives a 60th, fine. But any amount is good. After you give the truma to the coin, right? What do you do? You give miser to the levy. What does the levy do with this miser? One-tenth of, he got one-tenth of the amount remaining after the truma was removed, was, was separated. Now from his one-tenth that he got, he has to give one-tenth of that to the coin. That's called truma smicer, and he can't eat it. You see, food before truma is given is called tevel, it's chayef and misa, if you chayef, you do it on purpose, you chayef misa The same thing with the miser that the levy gets, Miser, anybody could eat. Miser is not like truma, truma can only be by a coin. If you give miser to a levy, he can invite you to his house and you can eat that miser also. But he, before he can eat it, before anybody could eat it, he has to give one-tenth of that one-tenth of that one-tenth to the coin. That's what we mean over here. Here it's speaking about, we're not talking about tev, regular tev, we're talking about tev of truma's miser. Why? We had this many places. Let's say you didn't do the normal order. The normal order is to give truma. First, not, now it's truma, it's no longer tevel. Now you have to give maiser to Levi, maiser Shani in certain years, maiser Ani in other years, fine. That's what the normal process is. Here, this Levi went into the field, and after the stalks were cut down, he wanted the maiser over there before truma was given, and the owner gave him the maiser. So let's say he got it before it was in a pile, before it was processed and winnowed and threshed and everything. He went and got it in the stock form. As soon as he got it, the fact that he got it, the, the, the owner gave him miser, he has to give miser from that. In other words, the fact that he got miser, he now has to give trumas miser, even though truma was never given. That's what we're speaking about over here. In other words, we're saying it's no kasha. Maybe Abai is right that everybody's motor when it comes to pulse or legumes, that being in a bundle does not make a tevil. Over here, he's, I, this case of the fenugreek, he says it's, uh, it's tevel. You're mafresh, what are you mafresh? The answer was speaking about a levy who got his share early. He cheated. He got his share early. He didn't wait for the truma to be given. And he got his miser out of that. 
he has to give Truma's Meister anyway, even though Truma wasn't given. And Truma doesn't need to be given, as we'll see from that. Shmot means Truma doesn't have to be given on his Meister. His Meister, he gets away with it. There's no Truma given on that. Basically, when you give, when you have a whole pile of grain, right, the whole field has been processed. So you give Truma, whatever you give, a Mashu, or a 50th, a 60th, a 40th, any amount, you potter up everything. But over here, the part that was given to the, the when the lady took it early, Truma was never given on the stuff that he got. He has to give his Trumas Meiser because he has Meiser, and you have to give Trumas Meiser from Meiser. But the regular Truma was never given on that. Shemotel Trumas Meiser. So that's the case over here. We're not talking about a regular case of Truma at all. We're talking about a case of a lady took it early. He has to give Trumas Meiser on that. Why does he? Because it's because he got Meiser. So he has to give Trumas Meiser from that. Kosis Lami, why why do you have to crush it? Why do you have to uh, uh, beat it out, bait out the seeds? Lame lay. Why does he have to bait it? Why can't the lady now? He has to give Trumas Meiser to the coin. Why can't he tell the coin? Just like I got it in the stock form, it wasn't processed yet. I'm going to give it to you the same way. Why does he say, oh, if, you, if we're talking about, the whole case we're talking about now is talking about a levy, right? And he got these uh, bundles of fenugreek. He has to beat it out, get the seeds out, and then he gives one-tenth to the, to the coin. He has to give a tenth. It's not any amount like regular Truma. It's called Truma Gadola. Regular Truma is Truma Gadola. This is Truma's Meiser. That is, the Torah calls it Meiser Mena Meiser, a tenth of a tenth. Why can't he just give it to the, in the stock form to the coin also, just like he got it? Amarava Knas, it's a Knas, because he took it early. He should have waited for it. I mean, there were two people in the process over here. The owner gave it to him, and he took it, right? But he took it too early, so it's a Knas, because you're not supposed to vary from the order. Rashi on the last line of the page says, You shouldn't delay. Don't delay Truma. Giving my, don't give the Meiser before you give the Truma. The process is, give Truma first. Now it's no longer Tevel. Now you have to give Meiser Rishon to the Levi, Meiser Shani to you take your Shalim, or Meiser Ani, depending on the year, etc. That's what you do. That's the normal order. Tanya Mihachi, we have a proof to this also. Ben Levi, Shinasan Lo Shiba on the Masrosa. Let's say a Ben Levi who took, he took, it, he took it early, before it was in the grain form and they took off Truma, he took it in the stock form as his Meiser. He has to also cigar and he has to process it, meaning he has to, can't take this in the stock form, in the unprocessed form. He has to turn it into grain, basically. He has to process it. If it was grapes, remember, Truma, Minatora's only chive, as we said, on the five grains, wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye, and on uh, olive oil, and on wine. So, if he got it in, in the uh, stock form, he has to turn it into grain. I know of him, if he got it in grapes, Oslan has to make it turn it into wine. Zaysim, Oslan, Shemen. And then Umafr Shalain from Espiracy needs to give to the Kohen the fully processed process. The Kohen didn't do anything wrong over here. He doesn't have to get unprocessed food. He has to give it processed food. And the Kohen, then he gives it to the Kohen. Shame Truma Gdola. Just like Truma Gdola, regular Truma, ain't a nitless Ella Menagoran. Truma is normally only given from the threshing floor, meaning after it's been totally processed. Umenayakiva from the wine press. Kach Trumas Meister, ain't nitless Ella Menagoran. Menachem's also has to be taken from the granary, from the threshing floor, and from the wine press. So the Gemara says, Mechashev, why is it Mechashev? You see, if you tell me it's Truma Gadola, we said, you could just give uh, any amount. The Torah didn't specify the amount. But if you're giving, if you're talking about the Levi, he's got to give a tenth of a tenth. He got his Meiser. Meiser is a tenth. He has to give one t- fully one-tenth of that to the coin. So how do you say he could just estimate it? Mechashev, he just, Mechashev, he just estimates it. Says Hamadida uh, boy, you got to measure it exactly. The answer is <clears throat> goes like a sheet of yachid here. A money Abba Lazar Abba Elazar ben Gimeli. It's a special sheet of Elazar. This rabbi, this rabbi Abba Elazar ben Gimel, the tiny of Elazar ben Gimel Omer. The pasuk says in Bamidbar Venechshev Venechshev Lachem Trumaschem. 
Pasik says in Perikyut Ches, Pasik Chavzayin, Perikyut Ches, Pasik Chavzayin, Veneshech Chavzayin, you should, you should estimate, reckon your truma, Kadagon Menagoran, like grain from the threshing, Rocham Leah Menayakov, and like the full uh, wine from the wine press. So what do you mean by that? Bishtei Trumas Akasim Daben. Rashi explains because it says, Venechshechem Trumaschem, and then it says, Kadagon Menagoran. Dogen is regular truma, truma gdola, and trumaschem is trumas meiser. There's two trumas over here. Bishtei trumas akasam daber. Achas truma gdola, the regular truma, v'achas trumas meiser. Kashem she truma gdola in this the omed of machshava. Just like truma gdola is taken by omed means estimating it. You just you take any amount, figure out whatever you want to do. It doesn't have to be exact. Uva machshava. You could even do it with your mind, meaning you don't have to actually pick it up. You could say, I got a big pile over here. Okay, on the left side, that's what I'm going to give for truma. That little portion over there. And the rest you can eat over here now. You don't actually have to take it physically. So you could estimate and just in your mind, you can, you can, uh, you can designate it in your mind. That's Abba Lazar Ben Gimel Sheet. In other words, the normal shot is, the Pasuk says, um, um, you So most rabbis learn it literally. You get one tenth of one tenth. It has to be exact. Abba Lazar Ben Gimel. He doesn't says no. He says the pasuk says trumaschem, and it says kadogam. We're speaking about both trumas over here, right? Just like trumagdos. There's a hekesh over here. Just like trumagdola is is uh, separated off by. Estimation and by designation without actually lifting it up. Given to the Levi, he took it in the stock form before it was processed. Because he got it as Meiser, just he got it, it was given as Meiser. So since it's called Meiser, he now has to give Trumas Meiser. As soon as something is designated as, as Meiser to the Levi, he has to give Trumas Meiser from that. My time, but what's the reason he has to give it to us, Meiser? Amrava, hold the Meiser. Since it's called Meiser, once the name's called Meiser, you automatically have to give Trumas Meiser from that. Otherwise, it's considered Tevel. So, what is Tevel? Tevel means food that hasn't been given Truma from. Chayev Misa, if you eat that, you can't eat Tevel. The, the Meiser Rishon that you give to the Levi, which he's entitled to eat, he can even give some to you. It's also Tevel until he gives his tent. Abelazar ben Gimel says you don't have to give a tent. The Levi doesn't have a tent. He can give an estimated, he can give whatever amount he wants, just like regular Trumagadola. What do we say before? This Maiserishan that he took early, before Truman was given. Now the rest of the, of, the, uh, uh, of the barn, of the granary, whatever, the pile of grain, uh, the owner still has to give Truma. But the Maiserishan that the Levi got, does, right, we said he has to give Truma Smeiser to the Kohen, but does he have to give regular Truma from there? It's, uh, you could just say, should he give any amount as regular Truma? He doesn't have to. Shemalakir says, Maiserishin Shaytimi that he took early, Potsam Truma doesn't have to give Truma. That portion of it doesn't have to be given, Truma doesn't have to be given from it in order to make it fit to be in Shinemar. The Pasuk we just quoted, he should separate from there a Truma for God. A separation of God. The Levi only has to do one thing. Here, here he cheated and he got it early. So his punishment is he has to process it before he gives it to the Kohen. But 
he only has to give one-tenth, or according to Abba, Abba, Lazar, uh, Abba Lazar ben Gimel, he has to give any amount. But he doesn't have to separate physically another truma. He only has to give truma smicer, not regular truma. Only Why do you say if he got it early in the stock form? What happens if it was fully processed? And it was ready now to be taken regular trumas and It's all finished, ready, it's in grain form in the, in the silo, right? So may, let, let's say the lady now took it also before the owner gave truma. Why don't you say there also maybe, if he took it early there too, maybe he's not, maybe also he doesn't have to give truma now. He only has to give truma, he only has to give meiser now, but he doesn't have to give truma. I feel like, why do you say, if he took it in the stock form? What happens if he took it in the pile form once it's in the heap? Also, I feel like in the Pusik afterwards says, The next Pusik, Pusik Chaf Ches says, From all your Maiser that you take. Right? So you have to, from all your Maiser, you have to give Truma. So there, again, if the Levi took it in the stock form, he has to give Truma's Maiser, but he doesn't have to give Truma. If he took it in the grain form early, he has to give truma also. He has to make like two designations, right? Because of the how do you know which pasuk applies to what? How do you know that if he took it in the grain form, it's already in the heap, then he has to give truma. But if he took it in the stock form, he doesn't. The answer is high idgin, the high One is grain, one's not. Once it's in the pile, it's grain. In grain, the pasuk says racist to goncha. You have to give. You have to raise the God has to give him, give him to the coin. In the stock form, it's not called grain yet. It's stocks. It's, it's out in the field, right? It's, uh, it's um, produce out in the field. It's not called yet grain until it's in the grain form. Tanan awesome. We learn like this in the Sechtes Maestros, like this. Let's say a person has barley. And he's, he's just peeling, you know, he's peeling it, taking off the, the, uh, the, 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 the outside part, the hull of it, whatever you want to call that, the shell. He's peeling it. He can peel one at a time, but and he doesn't have to worry about truma because he's eating one at a time. That's not the normal way to eat it, and therefore it's like a chilas It's like a casual eating, and he doesn't have to give him shmaisa. Let's say he peeled and put it into his hand. He didn't eat, peel one at a time and eat it like you eat sunflower seeds, right? He garinim. Um, he peeled them and he was piling them up into his hand. Then chayev. Then he has to give truma shmaisas. That's what the that's what the uh, mishnah says, right? Uh, he's going to eat them raw, right? He's going to eat these barley raw by peeling off the top. He's putter from miser. Okay. Um, what, what about Shabbos? Shabbos, the issue over here is, this is like a uh, mafarik. He's, he's separating one thing from another, which is a tolda of dosh of threshing. The same problem of milking an animal on Shabbos, right? That's called mafarik. He's, he's, it's a tolda of dosh of threshing because you're separating one thing from its original, uh, from its original form. So, <coughs> Rav says, V'chein Shabbos, on Shabbos also, it, just like your chayv and meiser, if you start piling into your hand, the same thing, if you pile it into your hand on Shabbos, your chayv for, uh, uh, for mafarik, uh, for dash, which is emloch on Shabbos. And Moses says, Eini, v'harav, mikofel divisu kasi kasi. What do you mean? Rav's wife, she, uh, she peeled for him cupfuls of it. V'ravchia mikofel divisu also kasi kasi. Their wives apparently performed this function in their households, and uh, they gave them cupfuls on Shabbos. So how do you say the same for Shabbos? If you pile it into your hand, you're chayav on Shabbos. You say his wife did cupfuls, and it wasn't a problem. Eliyat mara seifa. When he said the chayav Shabbos must be on the sep- on the seifa. What does it mean there? Allah seifa, the seifa of that Mishnah. It says like this. Let's say you rubbed ears 
of, of wheat. In other words, you rubbed it to get out the seeds and eat them. You winnow them little by little, hand to hand. And then you can eat them. Okay, again, without giving trumas or maestras. If you, if you uh, winnow them and you put them into your lap, meaning you're piling them up, then you have to give trumas or maestras because that's already like it's been processed and it's in a final form you give trumas or maestras. In other words, it's gone out of the stage of eating achilas aroi, a casual, now you're making a process out of it and you're turning it into, into grain. If you do that on Shabbos and you put them into your lap after you, you, know, you rub to get the seeds out of the stalk, then you're chayv on Shabbos from a farak. So, what's the difference? So in the Reisha, when you talk about single seeds of barley, you could do one at a time and you could eat them. And if you put them into your hand, that's no good. But on Shabbos, you could take a whole bunch. You could even have cupfuls. Right? As long as you didn't make, put them into your lap, but a cupful is okay. So he says, in the Reisha, the Meiser and the Shabbos low. For Meiser, if you put them into your hand, then you're Chayv and Meiser. But for Shabbos, it's not considered Mepharic yet. For Shabbos, it's not considered a finished product. Gemar Malacha, the end of the work, the finished product. That's what you're saying. You're saying that if you take these barley seeds, these barley uh, uh, husks, and you peel them, and you eat them one at a time, that's okay. But if you put them in your hand, that's no good. You have to give them some ice. But for Shabbos, even a cupful is okay. Is there such a thing that for Shabbos, it's not a Gemar Malacha? And for Meiser, it is Gemar Malacha? So Gemar says, yeah, you do have that. Maskal Rav Sheshis, Bredarvidi, Velo, you don't find that. Vargarna, Lemaiser, what's considered a granary for Meiser, meaning it's a finished product, it's like in the silo. The time we learn Ezogarn, Lemaiser, well, it depends on the kind of, of, uh, of um, fruit, vegetable, or produce that we're speaking about. Hakishu and Dadilu, and if you're talking about cucumbers and gourds, Mishayifkasu, from the time that their blossom has fallen off, there's a little flower on it falls off. If they didn't fall off, even if they didn't fall off, but if you put them in a heap, you're chayv. Again, trumas and maestros for all products other than the five grains and oil, and olive oil and wine is drabonim. But even so, we're talking so fine, but still maestro drabonim. So what is considered the final process, what's considered the threshing floor or the granary for Meiser, if it's cucumbers and gourds from the time that the blossom fell off or from the time you put it in a heap, even if the blossom was there. Same thing by onions. Onions are chayv and Meiser from the time they're put in a heap. If you put them in a pile, you're putter. So if you put them Shabbos, if you put a pile them up, in other words, on, on, um, on Meiser, if you put them in a heap, as soon as you put them in a heap, you're chayef to give to them a It's considered gemar malacha. But on Shabbos, that's not considered a malacha. You can put them in a heap, you're potter. Potter of so you shouldn't be doing work on Shabbos, but that's not considered a work to which you're chayef or malacha. Remember, what do you say? There is a difference in Shabbos and Meiser. When it comes to Shabbos, we have a concept of Meleches Machsheves Asra Torah. What is Meleches Machsheves? Rashi brings down that the Pesach in Parsha Shabbos is next to the Parsha's Mishkan. And in the Mishkan, we said what? Hasim is called Meleches Machsheves. means work of craftsmanship. Meleches Machsheves, meaning it's professional work. It's works of a craftsman. Of a craftsman. Meleches Machsheves, that's what the Torah. Hachanam Meleches Machsheves Asra Torah. That's not considered Meleches Machsheves, meaning... Uh, 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 a professional work that's done with hammers and tools and things like that and sickles, whatever, that's considered a melacha. But just putting something in a heap is not considered melechus machsheva. So for Shabbos, you're putter, but for that, but that same process, which would be 
would be potter on Shabbos, would be mechaev you and Meiser if you did it in terms of Meiser. Kates and Molos. We said at the end of yesterday's daf, we started talking about this whole concept of, of rubbing ears of, uh, uh, of wheat. Um, and are you allowed to do that? But Rabbi said over there, right, he had this question, are you allowed to do that? He says, you're allowed to do it on Yantif, Mol Melilos, and you can crush uh, pods on Yantif. And we said, uh, right, you could do that on Yantif, and uh, and you can eat them not without a problem, without you know, without a question of Trumas and Meisers. What about Trumas and Meisers? So we said that's a machlokas Rebbe and Rebbe. So we got into that whole discussion, right? Uh, the the question was, uh, the, we said the innkeeper of Rav Orchanan asked him, I have bundles of uh, of mustard stalks. I'm allowed to crush them and eat them on on Yantif. And Rebbe said, Yeah, you're allowed to do it on Yantif, right? He says, um, uh, You're allowed to do that. The uh, Mechzik, right? Avlo betavlo. Right, you can't do it on a big bond, but a small amount you're allowed to do. Okay, you're allowed to eat that stuff. So, but still, if it's on Yantin, you should do it with a little bit of a shinui. It shouldn't look like uh, like something you do in the weekdays. So the Gemara Daos finishes off. How do you rub them together? How do you crush? One finger on another. Let's take a thumb and a four and your four and your index finger. Rub it that way. Meaning, normally it's done with two hands, with one finger and another hand. So now do it with finger by finger. With your thumb against your index finger and your middle finger. If you do it in a different manner than you normally do it, even if you put one finger, like your thumb, on all your fingers, that's also okay, because you did it differently than you did it in the weekdays. How do you do winnowing? Because we said, if you do it, Erev Yantif, or... It's, the truth is you could do it on Yantav, but on Shabbos, we said Erev Shabbos, the question here is really on Shabbos. It's not just on Yantav, because we're talking about, how do you do that? But on Shabbos, we said, meaning on Shabbos, you have to rub it before Shabbos. You have to crush it before Shabbos. And on Shabbos, you could do the winnowing. But how do you do winning? Winnowing is a, is a malach on Shabbos, so you have to do it differently. So you do it with a shinu. Normally, you say you would winnow it, you would take it up with both hands and throw it up in the air if you did it by hand. So here he says, just take it from your, uh, from your uh, knuckles and uh, down to your fingers. Don't do it in the palm of your hand. They asked, they laughed at him in Eretz Yisrael. He says, Once you make a shino, you could use your whole hand too. You could even use the palm of your hand. In other words, just do it differently than you normally do it. Do it with one hand. Instead of two hands, do it with one hand, but do it vigorously with all your might. That's how you could do it, even on Shabbos. All right, tomorrow's Mishnah will start here in the Fidal tomorrow. Gemach Simitovit, everybody, call to.